Welcome to the Friday Five here on the Agent Survival Guide podcast. It's our weekly list of five things you should know about, hosted by me, Sarah Rupel. Happy Friday to you and happy Earth Day as well. We are celebrating the 52nd anniversary of the holiday this year. My family and I are taking a page out of Thoreau's narrative. We're heading to the mountains rather than the woods. But in all honesty, he didn't seclude himself. He had plenty of company. And this is a family trip. So we are really paying quite the homage. Exaggerating literary figures aside, though, because there's plenty of them, let's get to this week's list. Number one, and our editor's pick for the week, special thanks to Tina for sending this one over. The Washington Cares Fund that was slated to go into effect in January of next year has been delayed until June of 2023. Signed into law in 2019 and later reformed in 2022, the Washington Cares Fund is an earned benefit long-term care fund for Washington residents. These residents would have contributions deducted from their payroll and gain access to the fund, giving them a $36,500 lifetime limit for long-term care services. Exemptions were originally allowed for residents with private long-term care insurance coverage. More groups will be able to request exemptions in the future. Those applications should be made available by January of next year. The program is the first of its kind, and groups in California, Illinois, and Michigan are watching the legislation as they consider offering similar options for residents in their own states. Now, the idea with this program is not to pay for all costs related to long-term care coverage. According to the program director, the maximum benefit amount is designed to cover 20 hours of home care service per week for one year. Again, Not a long-term, long-term care solution, but it is certainly a start, and you've got to start somewhere. Number two, while we're on the subject of long-term care, ThinkAdvisor published a piece with a few updated long-term care statistics. These stats were presented during a breakout session at the ILTCI conference in late March. That session featured Taffa Jefferson, Chris Arrestus, and Bill Comfort. Interestingly enough, that gap between expectations and reality when it comes to long-term care is still quite an issue. We've mentioned that before in some of our own long-term care-focused episodes, especially those that report back details from the annual Life Happens and LIMRA Insurance Barometer. According to the stats presented in that session, 85% of respondents said they wouldn't need long-term care. 67% responded that they would require care from a loved one within the next five years. But then those respondents also claim that they don't want to be a burden on their family. So there's a lot of conflicting thought processes surrounding long-term care with the idea of not wanting to be a burden but knowing that a loved one will likely provide care. And then something I think we can all relate to, that percentage of respondents saying that they won't need long-term care. 
That's the expectation. But in reality, when we look at the stats, the numbers still say that about 70% of the U.S. population will end up needing long-term care. So we'll be linking to that article in ThinkAdvisor, along with links to the episodes we've done on long-term care in the past. In those episodes, we talk about how to overcome a lot of the objections and lack of knowledge surrounding long-term care coverage, and some strategies on how to get that conversation started. I also want to point out that the 2022 edition of Life Happens and LIMRA's Insurance Barometer should be coming out soon. We usually get that in late April each year, so we will be keeping an eye out for that. Number three, on the Medicare side of insurance sales, The Better Medicare Alliance recently published the results of a survey conducted by ATI Advisory on the average total spending among Medicare beneficiaries. The study found that when considering the out-of-pocket spending and premium cost of all Medicare Advantage Medicare beneficiaries versus all fee-for-service Medicare beneficiaries, The Medicare Advantage beneficiaries saved almost $2,000 per year. All fee-for-service Medicare beneficiaries spent an average of $5,489 annually. All Medicare Advantage beneficiaries spent just about $3,524 per year. Other findings include that savings between Medicare Advantage and fee-for-service Medicare actually increased by $325 this year compared to last year. So Medicare Advantage beneficiaries are saving more money in their MA plans this year versus last year. And then when it comes to cost burden, Medicare beneficiaries face a 13% cost burden, while fee-for-service Medicare beneficiaries have a 20% cost burden. Number four. The Department of Education recently announced a new student loan forgiveness program that will use one-time waivers, adjustments, and income-driven repayment plans. Now, those income-driven repayment plans are an interesting addition to the mix because that type of loan was scrutinized just last year for being a supposed solution to student loans with the ability to have debt forgiven depending on public service, government work, and ability to pay. At that time, only 32 borrowers had successfully had their loan debt canceled through the program. So what's different this time around? Well, a series of one-time waivers and adjustments will be available for borrowers who qualify to get into an income-driven repayment plan and hopefully have their debt canceled. According to reports, around 40,000 borrowers should be eligible to have their debts canceled under these new qualifications. And while that is a decent number, in the same report that logged those 32 borrowers who had their debt wiped out, 4.4 million borrowers had been repaying their student loans for at least 20 years. That is quite a difference in numbers, and there's a long way to go towards making student loan debt bearable. But what I hope, and I know what others with larger amounts of debt than myself hope, 
is that more programs will become available in the future to address this looming issue. We will be linking to a few articles in our notes so you can check out if you would be eligible or if anyone you know might be able to take advantage of the program. Number five. On Tuesday this week, we published an interview with our More Than Medicare team lead, Harry Rittner. In that episode, Harry and I talked about all the tools and resources available to our Ritter agents. And there are so many that we have never mentioned here on the podcast before, so it was great chatting with him. One thing we did talk about in that episode is a webinar that the More Than Medicare team is hosting. That is happening next Thursday, April 28th, from 2 to 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Harry and the rest of our More Than Medicare squad will be getting into the details of all of those different tools and resources. So our quoting tools, ready-made marketing pieces, product summaries, all of those. And we will have the link to register for that webinar in our notes. Like I said, it's a great way to find out more info about the tools we have to offer, chat with the team, and find out how we can help you with that next phase of your insurance business, whatever that might look like. Rupel recommends. It has been a little while since we've talked about food in one of these, so I have to mention this bit of news that I saw about a favorite menu item returning to Taco Bell. Yes, Taco Bell has heard us all, or at least they've heard me, and they are bringing back the delicious Mexican pizza that I love so much. The Mexican pizza was just one of many casualties taken off menus during the pandemic, as restaurants trimmed down their menus really for simplicity's sake. Well, it will be back on the menu on Thursday, May 19th. So mark your calendars. I have already marked mine, and I'm thinking that would be a good night for takeout. And that is all we've got for this week. I hope you have a great weekend. Stay healthy and stay safe out there. And we will see you next week. The Agent Survival Guide podcast is a production of Ritter Insurance Marketing. This episode was written and produced by me, Sarah Rupel. Script editing by Tina Lamaru. Artwork by Vivian Zhao. 